get ready because here comes B-Movie Bonanza! <laughs> hey everybody, how you doing? I am Scotch from 1019 Jack FM. And I'm Bob Harris here from the 9790 KFGL. And it's time for another exciting episode of B-Movie Bonanza. That's right, we got one from 1988 for you called Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. And I, I'm i assuming that most people know who Elvira is, but if, if you are too young to know, <laughs> Elvira is a character that was created by Cassandra Peterson, who is a B-Movie horror hostess on TV since I think 1981. I started watching Elvira's movie Macabre when I was, when I was a youngster, and uh, God, I loved that show so much. She's really, really good, and I, I think she's still doing it in some markets still today. She's campy, she's funny and wonderful, and she's snarky and a little bit smutty, but not too smutty. She's got this dress that's just out of this world in my my book. It's a very plunging uh, (laughs) neckline on it. But you know what? She kind of has a way of disappearing for a while, and then she goes back into the shadows, and then she comes back again, like she had a little resurgence in the 90s, and then in the early 2000s. They just, Hulu had a short series that was Elvira's 13 Nights with Elvira or something like that. Oh, really? I didn't catch that. Yeah, so, I mean, she kind of comes and goes. She co-wrote this movie with uh, John Paragon, and uh, it actually was kind of a a backdoor pilot for, uh, they were going to do a sitcom on CBS. They filmed a pilot, but then CBS thought it was too risque, so they decided not to air it. Really? Yeah. You can find the whole pilot on on, uh, YouTube. I've got to look for that. I've got to look for that. It's very much like, I don't think we've said the title of the movie yet, but Elvira, Mistress of the Dark is the movie we're talking about. And the sitcom was pretty much the same premise. She was living in a dilapidated old house, and there was kind of a goody-goody neighbor, and and, except the uh, the mom who was Mona on... uh, uh, who's the boss? She was like kind of another oh yeah lady yeah, with yeah, special yeah. powers and yeah pretty Catherine neat. Catherine something yeah yeah that's what I'm thinking of yeah but uh, in this movie it starts off with Elvira doing what she does best she's presenting an old cheesy Roger Corman movie which I think is <laughs> it conquered the world and she's working at this cheap local TV station but in this movie she has aspirations she wants to go work in Vegas actually I think it was Killer Tomatoes oh no because she does Killer Tomatoes later in the movie oh okay yeah, okay yeah. right but. <laughs> But she doesn't have the money, and she finds out that she's got this great aunt who passed away, so she needs to travel to Falwell, Massachusetts, where she's going to get her inheritance. And, and she the, thinks that she's probably going to use some of that money to fund her Vegas show or whatever. Before she leaves, I mean, one of the reasons she leaves, too, is that the station got a new owner and kind of has this uh, way with her a little bit. And she says, that's it. I've had, right. I'm out of here. Yeah, he's got uh, intentions that she doesn't <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> want to commit to. So she goes out there. She inherits this old cookbook and a poodle that she quickly names Gonk and a dilapidated <laughs> old mansion. And while she's trying to figure out how she's going to sell this stuff to get money, she's kind of stuck in this 1950s goody-goody throwback town where Edie McClurg plays this leader of, I don't know if she'd like the local moral majority or something like that. Just picture Porky's, but only in Massachusetts. Is that oh, kind of, that's, it's, it's that kind of panel, you know, Very much so. And everybody in town disapproves of Elvira, except for the teenagers who all think that she's pretty good fun because she shows them how to appreciate bad old movies and how to rebel against their parents a little bit. And the one guy that she really digs is the theater owner, but he's not quite as hot on her as she is on him. Hunky Bob Redding, (laughs) who quickly informs her that, oh, they won't let me play anything but G-rated movies in this town. (laughs) But uh, you know what's funny is even though I think they always kind of bill Elvira as being 
kind of promiscuous and naughty. She's actually very, uh, despite all the double entendres and everything, she's very wholesome. And, uh, you know, she is kind of the one who's really the good one in this movie because the townspeople end up trying to burn her at the stake. You know, they're, they're the evil ones, really. They had to find a crime and to do something with her yep. to get her out of the way. And they decided that witchcraft, she does, she's a witch. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what got her to the stake. I, I have to tell you, you talk about her campiness and stuff. I think that's one of the things that really makes me laugh about her is the fact that when she first did this character, Elvira, she decided, this was right in the Valley Girl days. Yep. You know, the moon unit Zappa thing. And she decided to use that type of a voice when delivering her jokes. And the jokes are real, they are really campy. They are almost slapstick like the Three yep. Stooges, but they're very funny. She's got the greatest delivery. And that's one thing I really like about her. Yeah, little rim shots, little double entendres. It's kind of, <laughs> this was on up at the same time as on USA Network, there was a show called Commander USA's Groovy Movies. And I used to watch that, and I would watch Mad Frank, and I'd watch Elvira. <laughs> and, and they were all kind of the same premise bad jokes to go along with bad movies. But Elvira's got this style about her. She's got this mix of kind of like a. It's a dark black, almost a beehive hairdo, but then with kind of a long mullet. It's kind of a combo of like an 80s and a 50s thing. <laughs> but yeah, she's she's fantastic. You, this, talk, you talk about some of the capitals, by the way. If you, didn't mean to jump in there, but do you remember the scene where right at the very beginning, she's changing her clothes with her, was it her manager that was in the dressing room with her, and she's yep. behind that dressing thing? <laughs> Yeah, and she yeah. takes off the clothes and she throws them over and she throws them over the and, and then all of a sudden she comes around. She's wearing the same outfit <laughs> yeah. she took off. The exact same thing. I mean, it's that kind of comedy that really put a big put a big smile on your face. This movie was declared uh, worst picture by the Stinkers Bad Movie Awards and it earned Elvira the Golden Raspberry for worst actress. But that's funny because in the movie you were saying she presents Attack of the Killer Tomatoes uh, in, to the townspeople. She puts on a little show and in that movie was the worst movie in the world. So talk about <laughs> irony. She earned a, a Golden Raspberry Award, even though she's presenting the big turkey in the middle of the movie. Now, I've never heard the Saturn Awards before, but she actually got Best Actress from that one. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so both sides of the spectrum. Both sides, yeah, they really, really dug her. The, the, the one thing I thought was really interesting, too, is the fact that when she's uh, going through town, you mentioned it, everybody kind of shies away from her. Yep. But to, to get into that cookbook... The, the bad uncle wants to buy the cookbook from her and needs it bad because we find out he's a very evil person. Oh, yeah, and the, and the cookbook is a spell book. A spell book. Yeah. Kind of like Evil Dead almost. <laughs> very much so. It's like a Necronomicon. <laughs> That's why I love when she's trying to cook up a little something for the hunky uh, the hunky theater owner. She's like... Rolled Bob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, a little bit of this. And then she's looking at how gross it looks. So she just mashes up a little cheese whiz and some potato chips on the top of it and <laughs> ends up conjuring some demon or something. Elvira, as much as I think people look at this humor as kind of exploitative. She really is the one who outsmarts and outsasses everybody else in the movie and she comes out on top and, and shows that she's much more than just a, a pair of pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> Good way of putting it. Yeah. And, and, and by the way, I learned something new here because whenever we made like, you know, put the tuna hot dish, you know, we mm-hmm. want to put like like crackers or chips on front. Yep. You sit down on the bag to crunch them. <laughs> yep, that's I, how Elvira does it. Yeah, that's the way she does it. So now I know we'll do We'll try that next time around. And who else was I going to say? Oh, uh, Jeff Conway is in this movie. The, yeah, from Taxi. Yeah. And, uh, and 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 Greece. Greece. Kanicki. Yeah. He plays kind of a low-life scumbag in the movie. So <laughs> there's there's a few familiar character actors that you see throughout. I thought Edie McClurg was really funny in it. Oh, yeah. She was very yeah. good. Oh, very hateful, good. hateful character. <laughs> <laughs> now, what really surprised me a little bit, though, is the uh, the openness, should we say, of the 
the end where she does, and I'm not letting anything go here, but at the end she does get to go to Vegas, does put on her show. And very much does an, and uh, a very... Las Vegas showgirl type of show. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they could twirl that way. Amazing. <laughs> this is a quintessential 80s horror comedy. If you're looking for something good for Halloween, this is really a fun one. I mean, It is. I really enjoyed it. I'm glad you suggested it. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, 1988. I'm going to give this one two thumbs up. And two great big thumbs up as well for me. It's just a blast. You're going to really enjoy it. And I'm sure we're going to have more Halloween horrors for you as this month goes on. So make sure you check out the next. Oh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Too. Absolutely. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on iTunes. All of that. When you see our podcast on the webpage there one of those little buttons opens up all of the podcast things you can select from so just keep clicking until you find it we know it's there we just don't know where to find it <laughs> we're, we're not that we good hope with, you do though yeah we're not that good with the technology <laughs> all right we'll see you next time on b movie bonanza